live. Cool. Welcome into the Dean Court Podcast. Uh, I'm Justin. I'm Dean. And uh, today we're going to do a little uh, podcast, Meet Your Caster, and uh, I'm going to interview Dean here. We're going to have some fun with some topics we're going to dive deep into in the future. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah it's going to be fun. Fun episode. I'm closing YouTube, by the way, so that we don't get distracted staring at ourselves. Yeah, I like what it just make, it makes it easier. You want to? No. It's All right. Sorry. All right. So a couple segments, but first, let's talk about your traveling a little bit. So Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, you know, one of the more unique aspects of what you've done with the last five years is you've seen how many states have you been in? I just counted the other day. I'm like eight short. Eight short for being in all 50 and doing a- something in all 52, not just like stopping through and like. You so know, that's 42 states. 42 states. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not Hawaii, but Alaska for sure. But whole, you know, been to Alaska? Yeah, I've been to oh, Alaska. Yeah, Alaska was an amazing, days. amazing trip as well. Yeah. Extremely, that. extremely expensive. What's yeah. your favorite state? Uh, in terms of travel, like to go visit, like if I was to visit a state. Yeah, if you were to go back and travel to one of the states you've been <sighs> Washington. to. Washington. Okay, that's yeah, not Washington. one that I would have. It's just beautiful. Like, I mean, I saw I'm a big, like, uh, I like camping. I wouldn't say I'm like a super avid outdoorsman or like, you know, like a. In, into that facet. No, but, you, you, but, you I, but camp here. I mean, I like I camped outside. I lived outside on a campground for four months. Like we BLM camped all over the country, which is uh, BLM is Bureau of Land Management. Anything that's not owned by state, federal, um, you know, county land okay. is all considered Bureau of Land Management, which is just owned and it's not owned by anyone. It's just regulated by the BLM. And if you camp away from a road um, and away from a water source, you can camp for free. So we didn't pay for camping at all that summer. We did all of our camping. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so a pro tip of shit. Like, not, like, what's the distance? Is it like a hundred feet from the road, two hundred feet from water? Okay, done. Okay, and you're set. Like, and you can just camp. And anywhere. those are some kind of safety parameters for Do, whatever. You have to know if there's bears. That's usually yeah. the biggest thing. Know the local fauna. Like, if there's like tons of poison ivy, or like you know, lo- know the local um, like animals. Yeah, it's usually just bears, like bear country. What's your least favorite? Or Ooh, which, least one you, yeah. which one would you least like to go back to anywhere really like that's like michigan no <laughs> no 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 because michigan has its merits too yeah, I, yeah michigan, travel, michigan's yeah. like a beautiful state you, for, you could vacation up north yeah and stuff like oh that. my god you like people people stuff. like live eat sleep breathe going up north to michigan like even people in ohio say it even people in fucking illinois say it they all go up north to michigan like michigan's dope um, it would probably be like Ohio though, for real. Like there's just, <laughs> <laughs> just the least favorite place I've ever traveled. Um, maybe like the South, it's kind of just like flat and boring. You go to the South for more like, um, food and like conversation, like maritime, but you don't go there to like see anything like out of this world. Beautiful. There's no like monument there. That's like, Oh my God, this is in the heart of the South. Like maybe I can't think of them off the top of my head. If somebody could enlighten me. That'd be yeah, awesome. I'm sure. Definitely. One or two. Leave them in the comments and then we'll... Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll go check it out. Um, Traveling-wise, like, you... What was, like, the longest you were on the road? Uh, four and a half months. And that was without, without, like, a residence? Yeah, without a residence. Yeah. I did I did two and a half months when I left Detroit to Florida. Uh, just living, like, down the East Coast. So that was, yeah. like, that was, like, nine weeks of just chilling in my car. Like, that was pretty cool. By myself um no rules like a thousand dollars in my pocket and like 70 percent was allocated for gas you were taking a road trip of all the planet planet fitnesses yeah a shower <laughs> at planet fitness my ten dollar a month membership was like insane yeah. like you know like that 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 saved 
that yeah. but like i showered in the ocean a lot too or like baby wipes always work like you know like oh yeah you know it, you kind of showering is usually your lot. least yeah yeah it's usually your least biggest concern and i was i was like parking lot hero you know like i would just hang out in the parking lot i my dad had uh like an adapter in the car um to like just plug any you know Regular any two prong three prong yeah. yeah like outlet and uh i had a rice cooker dude so yeah. like that was the game changer my dad gave me 15 pounds of rice and i was like good luck and i was yeah. like fuck yeah that's yeah. i ate that for nine weeks straight rice i would spoil myself by by uh he get he made me like five pounds of homemade beef jerky before i left and i would just shred up like a little bit like dude straight up like i mean food was least priority sleeping was least pri i mean eating was least priority and uh and so was um like uh what was it showering and stuff like that like basic amenities became least priority because like i was just so interested in like disc golf the beach and like meeting people like that was it like all yeah. i wanted to do was just like i mean the showering probably sucked for them i wore a lot of deodorant so yeah you know but like i was just more interested in doing shit like i just wanted to be out of the truck see. see things meet people try to i try to get jobs like try to bartend in like every city that i attended like why not like virginia beach i spent like three weeks there just because on dave alone like you know dave Dave lived at Virginia Beach for seven years and he always talked up Virginia Beach, but like the dichotomy changed. It's only like beautiful female bartenders and like they don't need no dudes working there. There's a Navy SEAL base right yeah. on there. Like these guys, like you don't fucking get a job as like a dude looking like me yeah. in like a Navy SEAL base like town. Yeah, fit your demographic. Yeah, yeah for he's, sure. He's smarter than, than yeah. yeah. Try and make you know a I, third of what she can make or whatever and they just kill it they kill it they make money they're all gorgeous like they come there seasonally like, it was awesome so it was a good experience to see um virginia beach for a while i spent some time in atlanta but that was more like on the burbs of atlanta i didn't really do anything in the city i played like disc golf 14 days straight in atlanta and then that's when i really caught like the disc golf bug and i started just going around playing disc golf anywhere i could which was a lot of fun yeah, I mean, I've been to some states. I'm more in the Midwest range for football events and yeah. stuff like that. But it's uh, it's something I would like to do. I think there's a lot to see in the U.S. Yeah, I think you know, our backyard's the dopest backyard. Like maybe China has a great backyard, but like our backyard is easier to travel to. Like you can go oh, state huge. state to state. Nobody bothers you. And, Nobody, then, and no. then you want to get a little crazy. We got Mexico and Canada. Yeah, that, like, right still there. have some cool stuff. You Canada know? has two and a half million lakes. Like you could spend the rest of your life trying to see them all and you never even get close. Like, yeah. Canada is a gorgeous place, you know? And like that's, you know, I mean, as far as borders go, if you didn't really think borders existed, we're part of the Canadian landscape, like just as much as they are part of the North, like Eastern yeah. landscape. Like we share michigan minnesota and wisconsin share so much like beautiful landscape with canada even just around the great lakes like right up in superior and like um you know just it's well, beautiful I mean, we're just, just even a beautiful as, part as of going the country. down the river right outside uh wind out little small city outside detroit yeah and like it has they used to do fireworks on the pier yeah and, like right off the water and like it's like in the middle of canada and uh yeah in detroit and it's just like it's beautiful. like if the, if the border wasn't there it wouldn't really mean <laughs> yeah. anything because the border is just an imaginary line we that's one thing you realize when I you do, travel a lot. Like borders are kind of just like this imaginary line. I, I was gonna say, like with borders, like within one country or with even like one continent, is it like that in in Europe or in other so like Asia countries where like crossing over is way more difficult than it would be with a U.S. to sit like Canada citizenship because we're like buddy buddy as far yeah. as our so like if your passport's relations. blue, you're good. Okay. Like international travel, why? If you're wise, if your passport's blue, you're like you're in a, you're you usually don't run into any issues of getting like um, I don't know more checks or like more visas or you know like our our passport's probably the most widely accepted one in the world. So 
I never had terms in travel like or trouble in terms of traveling like that. Um, you know, when you go in a, when traveling in America, when you go state to state, it's, it doesn't really, there's no borders. There's no one to stop you. It's the same thing when you're like inside of like Canada, right? Like province to province, there's no borders. There's no one to stop you, but they view their provinces. Like we view our States. What I didn't realize before I started traveling was how many countries like you think, okay, you think of like France. All right. France has like, 12 major regions all 12 major regions are just as broad and different as our 50 states so like they have huge states but they call them provinces or whatever they call them there um that are just as diverse and different as us and you don't have any issue traveling interstate like that right right you can get over the borders quite easily with just a stamp of the passport if you're going within the european union but i don't even think we got stamps when we went from like paris to london to okay you know when we did our two weeks in europe which was cool europe was super rushed i don't i don't think i had like a good we did like five cities in two weeks we were just trying to see shit like by the fifth city we hit london and like i've always wanted to go to london like you know big fan of doctor who big fan of sherlock whatever it is like i just like their tv and i was always interested in the culture like we come from there it's kind of interesting like colonial like you know like they were the imperialists before we were and then they handed us the torch and now we're about to give it to china and it's gonna be like this whole you know like so we we have a lot to learn from like our past in london and like you know i was really excited but dude by the end of that trip dude i was fucking exhausted yeah like, i, I was feel like beat. uh I was talking to Brianna about it the other day, and I was like, "We need to start walking because if we ever go on vacation, we're gonna be exhausted." And she's like, what, yeah. "What do you mean? Like, you walk places? Like, we're not gonna Uber everywhere, especially we go to Chicago. Yeah, you're gonna walk everywhere. You're gonna walk like ten miles that week. Your steps get in, dude. Your legs yeah. get strong when you're traveling. And like, like so, like just like thinking that we can go on a vacation anywhere. Like, yeah. we want to go skiing. Well, we should probably." <laughs> be ready to go skiing yeah man. like i don't want to like go there for one friday and then be sore the rest of the weekend yeah no like it, people it happened a lot when i worked in vegas people would be like man you gotta walk everywhere I'm like, well, yeah it's the, you're downtown but five miles long you know you have to walk everywhere and as the crow flies things may only be things may only be um five or six miles you know, like end to end from Mandalay Bay to downtown, it's like 5.5 miles. But like, if you walk from like Mandalay Bay at one end to like even halfway, just the traversing people walking by everybody going through the casinos, through hotels, you end up doing, you know, four miles in that little like half mile stretch. Um, so, uh, when you finally landed in Vegas, yeah. Like what, what, what do you, I mean, like Vegas to live in, like, yeah, I know I couldn't handle it. I would, uh, I would crash and burn, I think. And that's why I haven't yet visited, even visited there. So what do you think? I mean, being a server, your bartender, um, same thing with your girlfriend, like, so definitely money to be had. Yeah. That's cool. And like, you made money. I guess if you're going to throw a dart at a state and say, which one's going to give us the most money? bang for your buck for cost of living type of living oh, lifestyle it's Vegas hands down for what our skill trade was at the time for what i knew how to do with my hands for my knowledge for her knowledge it was like vegas miami los angeles fucking new york like you were looking at all these big cities like we could go live anywhere we have enough money to jump start a life anywhere but where's the best bang for our buck and where were we located at the time like okay miami new york get crossed off the list right away because like they're on the other side of the country we're in utah our trips ending, yeah. our trips finishing up. 
we're in Utah. We're like, well, do we go to California? Do we drive back to Florida, go back to Tampa where we met? You know, we have opportunity there, but like I knew Russell and I knew a dream. That's basically it. I, you know, I had tried to move out to Vegas once when I was single and I got very turned off to Vegas. Um, it just wasn't my thing. Like, I think you might've remembered that. I went out there and just, it was just fucking weird. I had a weird fucking experience. I didn't enjoy it. I'm not like a party person like that. that like in the way that people like to party in Vegas where they like to ball out and like spend a lot of money and like, you know, feel all these ways. That's cool. But we, it was, it was best bang for your buck for sure. So I, I think, I think we enjoyed the lifestyle of it for what it was. Like the first year was hard for me. The last year was hard for Brittany. Like the first year was hard for me in terms of like adjusting being like a Midwesterner. Like, dude, I, I right. view myself very much like when I, like when I think of myself, like my ego or whatever, like a very like, like patient Midwestern man. Like I do. I just view myself like that. So to move out to like this city where like patience doesn't exist and niceness is perceived as like, I have two of my closest friends, uncle G and uncle Ron shout out. Love the fucking uncles. Like you guys fucking rock. Um, like uncle Ron, I can fucking picture him telling me like, yeah, like I didn't fucking really know what to think of you in the beginning. I didn't like really trust you. Like came off way too nice. Like nice in this city just means you're trying to get some shit from me. And I'll never <laughs> forget that. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, dude, I help people change their tires on the side. Like I'm a, I, I think that just, you help people, you be nice. What is that? Like, what's the negative? You attract more flies with honey than salt. Like I know all these fucking metaphors and phrases <laughs> yeah. for like why it's better to be nice. And like in Vegas, it was just like, perceived differently so like that was hard for me and then i got i found the gambling dog wow well that's yeah. uh that's that's something that i feel like uh my my, my big toe is always kind of like swirling <laughs> around in and i'm like man FanDuel's right there yeah, uh, we got the casino now with sports betting which is like more of my speed yeah um, i mean i just started getting the stocks and cryptocurrency if you really yeah. want to talk about getting back into gambling yeah like, but I, I i when covid began i jumped on that yeah I mean, play, played the games I it's, on. it's just it's just gambling with algorithms but like it's the same thing with sports you're gambling but at least with sports there's a proving method that you can win and lose off of and, and doing it and you can budget yourself in a way that like oh this team is like I feel way more confident this week, so I'll bet more money than I would on my normal bet. That I just I'm gonna bet because I'm a gambler, so like yeah. I'm gonna bet. So this is my I'm gonna bet you know a hundred dollars a game, and that's my bet. That's yeah. what I can afford. But then I see a big game, and I'm like, oh man, this is the game that I've been waiting for. This team's gonna win. I'll put five hundred dollars down, yeah. and like that's how you that's a strategy people implement into their gambling, so that way they hit like you know sixty five percent of their bets. Yeah, but like two or three, maybe five or ten are a higher it's, it's, it's not a bad way to do it because like you know if you're willing to accept the loss of hopefully all of your big games aren't the loss games is yeah. basically what you're shooting for right i think one of the best ways i ever saw sports gambling done and i like respected this man ken i worked with him at sugar cane he had a war room dude like six yeah. tvs the, dream. The, the dude the dude so he, i i what i know of him loosely was he was a bookie he learned how to run. He was like a bookie. He made his own numbers. Like he made his own numbers really well. So he got good enough to watch baseball, run his numbers against the house. And if there was a discrepancy, he bet hard oh, against yeah, the house. That's a great strategy. Oh, dude. And you're betting crushed. on your the, algorithm versus theirs. The dude in my time working with him, we, he'd be like the closer. He'd be like, hey, Dean, you want to close? Like, you need the money? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll close. He's like, yeah, I just hit like a nine. He's just like, I hit a nine-way parlay. I'm walking home with 15 Gs right now. He's like, I put $60 down. I'm like, what? Like, wow. he just, and that was four times in the time I worked with him. Yeah, well, 
a 19 parlay. I, but, but I will say, for every time you hear a gambler tell you of a story of winning, oh, I'm sure. there's 10 of that loss. But all he did was go for big parlays. And he went for big parlays. Well, so then the he had a lot of losses on his For sure, but at, cards, at 60 but, bucks. But you at know, 60 at 40 bucks. bucks and you know, and like, the profit over to That's where people fall victim with, yeah. with bets. It's because that parlay, you can always get it back, get it back. And like, really, but he, he would have just bet on one of the teams that you thought was a lock. And right. he just did that 20 days in a row. I know he did some individual home. betting. But, no, you know, when you get there, there's strategy, strategy, bro. There's it's, strategy. It's all like, about what you have to bet on. Yeah. And so the strategy changes depending on what type of sport it is, yeah. which way you feel more comfortable betting on the points or betting yeah. on the money line and that type of thing. And sports is just, it, it's very dependent on like so many different factors. And that's why the casinos in, um, all over the world are huge. Yeah. Because the house always wins. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't make, you wouldn't spend a billion dollars on a casino if you didn't think you're going to get it back, right? Like, you, yeah. that's the only reason they're building new ones. Yeah. And that's why they keep getting taller. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay. I think I asked that one already. So, oh, one that I didn't want to write down that I wanted to ask is tattoos. Yeah. So I know you got a bunch of, how many you got? Oh, uh, like well over. They're like 30. I'll 30, say 30, 30 area, 30, okay, well, 30, 30 maybe 40, 30, 35. Bodies, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, okay, well, that's good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I ended up getting like, if you want to, here's for YouTube. I just have a bunch of small little tattoos all over my leg. I had a tradition with a, uh, with a friend in Vegas that uh, we would just go like every $13, $20 day. It's like, it's uh. Mr. Poopy Butthole yeah, yeah. from Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. I got like a ghost cat. This is where uh, right after Route 91, $50, but all the proceeds from the tattoo shop went to uh, the victims of Route 91. Oh, okay. And like to help them. So like, you know, I got a bunch of tattoos on my leg. I got like a big piece on my chest. Like in terms of surface area, like, you know, I got a good amount of tattoos. But it's, t- it's time and money all the time. And as the older I get, i like value money more. Like, damn, it's crazy. I wish I would have got blasted in my mid twenties. Like, I, yeah. I, if I could go back and do uh, anything with my my extra spending cash, I would just got blasted. Our buddy Michael is is sworn. Rand. Yeah, he is sworn to say that he's gonna get his sleeps finished before you are. Oh, he he said that now three times this week. How yeah. much of his sleeves has he got going now? No, but he's just going to get his next. All right. Done, well, so. I got a plug right now for tattoos in Buffalo, so maybe I'll drop some cash when I get home. Yeah. Right be Mr. Raiden in a fucking yeah. tattoo yeah. up. I, I've always wanted to be fully tattooed. I don't know what it was. Um, what do you mean fully? Like from like collar oh, down? Oh yeah, like neck. I want my oh, neck. Yeah. Okay. I like my reward to myself. And like you know, I've said it since I was probably 20 years old. My reward to myself when I become a successful entrepreneur, I always wanted to work for myself. So like I know that that will happen one day if I be successful or not. When I end up working for myself full time and I don't have to worry about job interviews ever again. Okay. I want a lotus flower on my right and a rose on my left and like one done in like really traditional um, like Asian dot work. But like, I know you're not supposed to get a lotus flower anywhere. Oh no, it's below your waist. Never mind. So like, I want a lotus flower here and a rose here, one in like American traditional and one done in like a really Asian style and just like symbolize, you know, the balance of being half Asian all the time, yeah. I guess in some, in some easy sense. But yeah, dude, tattoos are dope. I like the culture. I don't know. I've always just wanted to be covered. I've never had an issue with it. Um, I still want to be, I know like I'm 30, but like it's money investment now. Now I'm just always yeah. looking at like, dude, like I could build a wall, man. Like and, and, if tattoos were cheaper, dude, I'd be all about it. I might have a good plug right now through one of Britney's friends who, you know, really likes us and he's a cool guy. By good plug, you just mean like a guy he, that you he'll just is. do them for cheaper. Yeah. yeah. He'll just do them for like, no, I don't want to like just say he'll do them for cheaper. Cause like, 
you know, but he's, he's a friend and he doesn't like, you know, well, like if I go into a, a tattoo parlor and I say, Hey, I want this tattoo. I don't yeah. know the guy and I don't build a rapport with them. It's always 200 bucks plus tip. If I, yeah. if I hang out with the guy and I'm smoking with them or I'm hanging out with them or our kids are hanging out yeah. and he's like, Hey man, I do tattoos. I'm like, cool. I was thinking about getting one. Now that price maybe be one to still be, maybe it would still be 200 bucks, but, but you could get a bigger piece, but, it, but, but he'll put more work into it. Too. But yeah, there's but there's like a, more communication directly yeah. before I get the tattoo, but maybe he will drop the price by 50 bucks or whatever. A lot of the time tattoo artists, like it depends on how they're paid. I'm, I'm, I'm an engaging guy. So I've never really like had, that's one thing like I've always known, like I could rely on is like social skills, like at some level. Like, so I pretty, I say pretty engaging with like, tattoo artists especially i'm not going to sit there for four hours and not talk like yeah like we have a podcast that we're so we can just talk <laughs> like we love to talk there's yeah. anything i know about you and i we just love yeah, to bullshit yeah. and talk so like i'm gonna get to know you whether you want me to or not like unless you are just so stone cold i can't crack you that's impressive i've met maybe four or five men like that in my entire life maybe two or three women who just did not want to just engage like, not even tattoo just, artists just no like, no like, yeah anybody yeah, anybody of right. tattoo artists it's almost impossible they want to chat well, it's like being like a hairstylist yeah not, not being, being a bartender like, could, you, could you imagine like <laughs> someone's cutting your hair and you, you ask them a question they just don't respond and they just like you like are you deaf yeah like do you not hear me like what like i'm just trying to hey my <laughs> yeah. so you know i got to know my tattoo artists always every one of them that's done like anyone who's done multiple pieces on me so like tyler um has done probably like four pieces on me now uh johnny did a bunch of my like american traditional in san diego or in um vegas uh tiffany did like my first like five tattoos um but of like johnny what i realized is like a lot of the times just bring a joint and bring some good conversation and like make a friend and then tell them you want to do repeat business like when i'm sitting there i usually tell my tattoo artist like if they're doing a good job i'm like I'm going to come back to you. And I stay loyal. I'm a loyal customer though. I've always been a loyal customer. If you do me right, I'll do you right. And I'll always come back. Like, I'm just like that. That might be like my bane, but like I've gone to four barbers in my life because like I'm a loyal customer. Well, like, and there's something <laughs> to be said to that because like your trade being a bartender for so long, you want loyal people. Yeah. To you. I guess so there's like a respect for those other fields that have similar and, and that's probably like, a, you know, like where that, where it stems from at least where yeah. it's like you have an understanding or an empathy that like, I want you to have your drink with me. Yeah. When I get my hair cut, I'll have it with you. Yeah. We're going to have this line of people scratching each other's backs. Yeah. And then when something happens, we'll turn, you know, we'll never put somebody's there to yeah. help somebody else. Yeah. And that way, I mean, like how many people have gotten jobs that way. And, yeah. And, and then you never know, man, like, you know, connections happen in really funny ways. Like all the stuff going on with us right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know, like we're, crazy, you like, know, changing uh career paths yeah and, yeah so we're both hard switching career paths too like you know i'm this is bartender server for a decade it's all i've known since i was 20 is food and bev all i've done is restaurants and now it's like i'm gonna get into construction like cool like i you know i'm stoked i like learning new things i wouldn't be doing this if i didn't think it was interesting i'd just go sell booze you know yeah. like, like being a liquor rep i it's right on my alley like i've thought about it a lot recently but i want to try new shit yeah oh Okay, so let's change gears a little bit. All right. Um, you know, uh, let's talk about some of the more of the conspiracy side of our lives. Oh, I'm just going to ask some questions. I'll get your answers if you want to touch on it a little bit. <laughs> um, but I just got some notes down, and we'll see what it triggers in your head here. Aliens or superior humans? As 
And just in general, yeah, like yeah, if I had to pick, oh, superior humans. Yeah, that, yeah. I, mean, I uh, <laughs> just the more I see and more I hear and the more I dive down that rabbit hole, I'm like, man, these you probably were like awesome. And then that, that ice age happened. Oh, and then oh, geez. And yeah, so, when like, you get into prehistory stuff yeah. and you start really listening to what people like Graham Hancock have to say. And that whole field that he's like innovated and Uncharted X, dude. I need you to get on the Uncharted X, okay? Because he does the mechanical breakdown. He talks a lot about like I, I can't remember his exact background. He does something along the lines of like he's a uh, civil engineer, okay? And he understands structures and how things are built. And he goes all around the world right. and he checks out all these different little, I don't know, stone. He like he checks out stone masonry. He's like all right, how could you do this? And yeah. he tries to date it back to the time. Like, how would you do this? All right, you say this is 5,000 years old. How the fuck could you do this at 5,000 years old with the current technology? Like, you couldn't move 120 ton stone. No, but like if you go back 7,000 years, yeah, and there's a chance that the technology could have existed yeah. in some semblance before yeah. a catastrophic yeah, meteorite especially the twelve thousand, the 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 whole mark of twelve thousand BC, or like right. you know, like our twelve thousand years ago, which would be like ten thousand BC, and the Younger Dryas comet impact theory, and like all these, like, and we could go into this for hours. Yeah. This could, yeah, this is a deep rabbit hole. I'm sure you got more. You said you had more Let's questions. Assume, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. Um, <laughs> what's the biggest fear to the human race? Fear? Yeah, like what's the biggest threat to the human race? I mean, without being corny, man, ourselves. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, right there with you. Yeah, without 100%. without being corny, like, God, we are just like too smart for our own good, man. Uh, <laughs> um, was the, was the moon? Uh, did we land on the moon, or was it in the uh, studio? Because it changes things. Because why? Why haven't we been back? Why haven't we? Why don't we just keep going back all the time? Moon landing ones are awesome. Moon landing ones are awesome. I'm going to start this off by saying I'm American. <laughs> I'm a patriot. I love America hard, dude. You know, I might be a fucking bleeding heart liberal, but I fucking love our country. And I don't want to think that they lied to us so that we can propagate so the Cold War. So we can be savvy. Yeah, so we can propagate the Cold War against Russia. Yeah. Like, I don't want to think we did something so amazing. They were purely just where they were like, I mean, like, okay, you look at all the fucking circumstances around, like Hollywood's on the rise, like production's on the rise, people are learning how to Photoshop, like, there was proven how many different photos that, like, they took of, like, this one guy underwater, and then they just cropped it and put him in, like, Wasn't a black space. Like, and like, like, a week apart from when, yeah. like, Sputnik went yeah. up, and, like, and then we're the, on the moon, we're like, like, nope, you, you got it to space. Yeah, like, we bypassed, we bypassed all of the, all of the radiation that comes with leaving the stratosphere, nobody came back sick, like, all of these really interesting things, like, I don't want to say we didn't go to the moon, but I also don't want to say we did go to the moon. I'm very, like, that's one of those theories, like, oh, dude, I'm so indifferent about it. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think it really makes a difference. Like, uh, we're still here. the prehistory thing to me, or aliens even, it makes a difference because it's yeah. an impact that we've been lied to that could maybe a benefit, we could have benefited from a long time ago. Yeah. Like, if we know more information, then we, we're, we're woke, and now we're thinking in a different way. Yeah. You know, maybe Space Force starts... 20 years ago. Trademarked by Netflix. So the government <laughs> has to pay Netflix to call Space Force Space Force. Oh, man. That's beautiful. Uh, someone did that with like DallasCowboys.com or something like that. That's Joe said it by it. I remember that was on fucking, uh, no, that was, a, that was an episode or something. Oh, man. <laughs> that was an episode. <laughs> that was, don't, don't, give me two seconds and I'll remember what it was an episode of. It was either King of the Hill or fucking The Simpsons. Oh, I think that's game. Anyway, 
do uh do governments in the in the, we'll say in the world just stay away from the people of America USA yeah USA um do the governments uh operate in uh, population control in like, terms of like like keeping it down or letting it explode just like are they are they monitoring it and doing things to make things happen I mean China is I mean, I mean like maybe. you can put laws in place but I'm saying are they like is there is there like, like are they blowing buildings up? Are they killing people? Are they poisoning stuff? I don't is think they do it. I don't think deal? they do it in terms of population control. But like, oh man, there's the theory floated around after Route 91 that I don't even like saying shit like that. But like that stuff like like these mass shootings kept right. happening because it was a plug and play situation that the gun industry would just make a billion dollars after every mass shooting. Because every time a mass shooting of that caliber happens, gun legislation tries to come out. So they fear people into like, you can't buy any ammo. You're not going to get any more magazines. Government's taking your guns away. And every time you do that, people freak out and buy more fucking, uh, buy more fucking guns, buy more ammunition every time. So I don't want to like, that's a dark ass conspiracy, but But, yeah, but but I I think in terms of controlling like. I mean, I don't know uh, how many people are thinking about stuff like that. I mean, there's enough people that, just, that, that just, we know about it. That, cause yeah. That's kind of how we hear of these conspiracies eventually through the internet. I mean, you just go deep in the internet, man. Yeah. You'll hear one and then you research it. Would you travel through the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah. Why not? Because why? Why not? Why? Uh, more if there was six- a purpose, if my son was there, if you were there and you needed saving, I would go to the Bermuda Triangle to save you. More success stories than not. If, okay, fair enough. I don't know. Like that. in, ter- but, in, ter- but in but terms nah. of like, but the ocean wins every time. Yeah, but like you get in your car every day. You you get on planes. You get in your car. You you op. You, we we do dangerous shit every day. Like you know, I don't know. The I group, don't. I don't feel like driving dangerous at all, bro. I know how dangerous it is. It but, is. Like, I don't. Feel I know. It. When I get in my car, I'm not. I feel it. I did ride it when If you ride a motorcycle, oh, you feel it. That's, that's all you'll ever fucking feel for the rest of your life is how dangerous the road is. I was going to sneeze. Oh, that. no problem. <laughs> um, let's see here. Did the Egyptians build the pyramids? Their ancestors. Okay. Like I think that's what I think. I think if you want to get into prehistory and think about did the Egyptians build the pyramids, I think they inherited the pyramids from a different civilization i think they inherited knowledge from a different civilization all right all right a couple little random ones and then we're gonna get into like a rapid fire all right um asl remember what that's yeah (laughs) the age sex location yeah like 29 canton male Oh, yeah, I did that weird. Yeah, but you did. Yeah. <laughs> That's for those uh, back in the yeah, day. Yeah, Jesus, way to age us, bro. Yeah, you I'm going to talk about who was When, when did you become adult and an adult? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> if you could time travel to the day that you left Michigan originally on your journey. Yeah. And you could put one thing in the car. Yeah. What would you put in the car? <laughs> Money. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, <laughs> a real mattress. A real okay. twin bed mattress. Because I did. I, I came to that conclusion way too late. Okay. Um, smoking or drinking? Smoking. Every day. But drinking... 
because booze tastes good. Dude. If you had to, like, if you were on the window seat of an airplane, yeah, and you had to pass two other dudes, yeah, to get to the aisle to go to the bathroom, would you give them the ass or the crotch? Oh, that's a rough one, dude. I go ass. <laughs> yeah, I give them ass. ass. I think that's courtesy. Unless I got a shit, <laughs> and then like, you can't fart, like the risk no, of farting. No, on them. that's well, rough, we can't yeah. fart on them. Yeah, but like, if you go, like, even. Even your knees don't mechanically work. What do you say? Like, you like okay, like, like, look, look. If you go and buy somebody, it's easier to do this, but like your knees lock like this, so you're gonna be falling on it. Well, naturally, you know I mean? like when you spank somebody, you have them bend over because you can't clench your uh, gluteus maximus, so you can't like, like you can't squeeze the muscle to make it firm. <laughs> oh, that's why you make them bend over. Oh, and so, <laughs> and so like when you're standing, I just up, learned you can, a little like, bit squeeze. about sex today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, actually, that was uh. That's from high school with the, uh, what do you call it, um, Days and Confused movie. So the seniors tried to do that to us. We had 24 hours. So we we were hooked up with the seniors at that yeah. time. That was like our, like, get into, like, the party scene. And, <laughs> and so if they caught us, they, they would, like, wow. Well, but they kept they, they said that people that stood up all my buddies were bruised <laughs> they were bruised because they were like squeezing their muscles oh. and they were whacking them like hitting so you them just hard. have to let it you just gotta let it happen you oh. get like a little like red streak and it's fine okay that, that's good to know like, if i'm ever in like your, a yeah a paddle situation oh yeah like but like if you stand up like it's gonna you're gonna if they don't hit you correctly. you ever think about how weird groups of men are in these we're so weird like we like we, we go in like steam baths at the beginning <laughs> of time together just sit there we have the towel on our shoulder, but it's we're like naked. almost like if you don't show your dick to other guys, you're not like you know, you're not gay. Like <laughs> anyway. All right, let's do this rapid fire. All right, fire it up. Um, Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles? Power Rangers. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Most recent book you finished? Uh, the American North American Civilization book by Graham Hancock. Natalie Portman or Scarlett Johansson? Oh. Black Swan or like Avengers? Whatever you want to think about. Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> um, office or Parks and Recreation? Oh, fuck. Office. All day. Michael Scott. I love his. It's just Michael Scott. Neo or John Wick? <sighs> I'm a Neo fan, dude. Dogs or cats? Cats. Favorite Batman actor? Christian Bale. Uh, if you had to play one video game the rest of your life, and that's it, you only get one. Yeah. No updates, no patch updates, no. Oh, World of Warcraft Classic okay. every day because I still play it, and because that's like a cheat code. Like, oh, I'll play one of these games that's constantly updating. Yeah, no, no, I go, I go World of Warcraft all day. But if you had to pick a console game, it's a little bit deeper thought out. Console game, play forever, no updates. Oh, I don't know. Zelda, like uh, like the newest one, Breath of the Wild. Okay, that's pretty fucking good. Or a Zelda game. I'm just gonna leave it at a Zelda. Okay, okay. Would you rather watch an esports event or uh, like a live sport? Which live sport? Whatever. Pick pick your esport. Pick your live sport. I, I lately probably League Legends. I would watch their esport. Now my brother's a pro Valorant player, so I've been watching a lot more Valorant. But yeah, probably esport over live. For me, I like watching esports that I know. Yeah. The, the 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 first person shooter, like when they were doing Call of Duty, and I was stuck from the person's point of view instead yeah. of like a like a gameplay. That wasn't very fun. But like League of Legends has the God view. Yeah. And like it's able, you can watch whatever part of the map. And they switched yeah. to stuff 
you know, but they do that in first person shooters a lot now where they do go third person a little bit. Cause uh, uh, there was that one game that was real popular for a while. I can't think of that. They had like the racer where she would like, you could go three jets and then you would rewind time. Oh, um, Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah. It was real popular. It's still, it's still really and, popular. And, well, yeah. But like I was watching the pro scene for a little yeah. bit and like it, it was just too all over the place for me yeah. not actually playing the game. You have to know some of the, it, it's like any sport though, right? You gotta, you gotta get to know the, uh, yeah. The, yeah. The rules but I, for me, I think it's an easier to watch a sporting event because of like how you watch the game. Yeah. Where it's like, not necessarily the pacing or anything like that, but like playing a video game, there's so many things you learn by playing the game yeah. that like, in in football you can see okay this guy can throw the ball this guy like it's it's a different yeah i think i think it's gonna change i think I, that, I, i'm I, not i think that's sure. like an interest thing anyways yeah for sure um best video game of all time oh man of all time i would say final fantasy 7 really i think so because of the precedent I feel like and if I said what it's set, I said Final Fantasy VII, I would just be like catering to the masses because I've never played it. Yeah, I played it. I liked it I've, a lot. I got a lot of friends that play it. So I've been saving it. the remake for a rainy day. Like I haven't played it yet. Like they did a complete yeah, rework of it, it and, and I heard it was amazing. And I've been saving it for a really rainy day. But in terms of precedence, that I got to give it to Final Fantasy VII. We wouldn't really have much of an RPG genre in the way that we know it. In a world where there are other superheroes with powers. What superpower do you want? Where they're oh, so like multiple people have superpowers or superheroes. Superpowers. Are you allowed to like? I mean, like with you no Supermaning, Superman, right? Yeah, Supermaning's so annoying. More like, of like the X have everything. Style. Yeah, More yeah, like a, a specific mutant. mutation yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Magneto. Magneto. Yeah, but I mean, like when you when you put that the mag the. Uh, the x-men out there as soon as i said it I yeah you're, you're gonna like you know okay class. but all right the real one though real one just just fire straight up i would just want to like, so like if, if i had to control an element or something like that fire if i am if like I, a firebender if i am the only one that could have the power it changes it for sure that's true because like just being able to fly you yeah. could not be flying so, is flying is dope but if you know fire then you can fly so that's why i take the other fire, thing too like, though if you can fly and you're not like bullet impenetrable you're setting yourself up <laughs> yeah yeah you are yeah so because oh, like a jealous because like just a straight bullet <laughs> yeah. you toast it and you're, it's gonna hit you right before you hear it so yeah, yeah that's a big bummer yeah, yeah right. well, so maybe not fly not but fly, like but, in, invisible Oh, creepy. But, but, but then, but then, but then just, is your clothes invisible? Can my clothes be invisible? No, like it's it? exactly like Invisible Man. You have to be naked and your dick's just swinging off. Oh. I don't know what I would choose then. Yeah. I think... Uh, but being I, invincible like uh, like uh, Luke Cage would be cool. But like, that's dope. But like, it's cool when like... Like, okay, now what do I got to do to like... It's cool when you so, want it to be until so you like fall my over fist, someone. My fist is invincible then, right? Yeah. So, okay. So then I just got to learn how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> like that, at that point, you know? Like, yeah. If you became like a martial artist, you would be insane. Yeah. Like if that, like just MMA shred fighter. like 50 pounds yeah. and just like be able to like. But like, here, here's my problem with like being like invincible. Are you invulnerable? Like totally? Or are you like immortal almost? Or like, are your organs invincible? Like how far invincible do you go? Well, let's go there. Would you rather be like um, immortal in the sense that like you'll never die? Is it at the cost of something else? That's what I was saying. Always like Dorian Gray style or like vampire style. That's what I was thinking of, but I didn't want to go to album. I wanted to compare it to like like being invincible while you're alive, but you're going to die eventually. 
Like you so, like, so like one one you can die natural causes, the other you can't. Okay. During during your life, like would you want to be invincible? Like you, you I try but, to stab you, sword. But or you're saying like immortal, you could still get fucked up, and yeah. you're still alive. Yeah, but you're just living no no no, you die like the immortal version, you die, but you Well if you're immortal, uh, you can't die. I know there's gotta be another word for it. It's like yeah. in between like like you have like endless like you can live forever. Okay, you're, yeah, you're not because that's. But if you get your hair chopped off, no, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, like that's vampire mortality. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. that's because whether it's at the cost of something or not. I'm yeah, not, that's like I'm vampire. Not up on my, There's so many different kinds of fucking like immortality. We're I feel talk like. vampires. We're bringing Brianna. She's been. She's watched every vampire. Everything. She knows. <laughs> she could probably write her own script. That's good. She I mean, and vampires, dude, are like that's a great genre, and I just feel like if I never saw Twilight, I probably would have got more into vampire. Um, they're cool though. I'm not mad about vampires at all because there's gonna it opens up a door, which now it led to Lord of the Rings. Uh, for for Brianna in our situation, yeah, okay, that's true. Because like she's okay with this like little magic being a part of their life. Oh yeah, and not not necessarily sci-fi begets more sci-fi. Yeah, like, like I mean that's just how it and, goes. And, like so, like her rabbit hole is a lot you know shallow right now, and so yeah. like she's on episode. Or the this the two towers halfway through the two towers. That's good. And so like, we just had to have the time or want to kind of sit down. Did you guys watch them tonight a little bit? Well, tonight we watched uh, Rogue One. Oh yeah. Theo's going through. My son's going through the Star Wars. We nice. finishes the first six episodes, and we did Han Solo and Rogue One because it's kind of in that area. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we might do the Mandalorian followed by the next three episodes. I I know he's gonna love the Mandalorian because of Baby Yoda. Yoda. He keeps asking me, "Is Yoda in this? Is Yoda in this?" He's, at least with Rogue One, like Darth Vader's in this, probably yeah. his best scene because he just goes through and just like, yeah, yeah. So I think we're one. My last question on the list here yeah. is Adam Sandler or Seth Rogen. Oh, ooh. I mean, I'm like a '90s kid, so I definitely got an Adam Sandler spot in my heart. But I probably Seth Rogen just quality writing. Yeah. Like Adam Sandler, like they did great stuff, and man. They but both have a lot. Yeah, they do. It's just the quality writing on both ends. But Seth Rogen hits a certain funny bone with me that, like, you know, like there's only four or five Adam Sandler movies that are like really stand out in my brain. But like, there's a lot of Seth Rogen movies that like he's either written, produced, well, or been in. I never laughed louder than I when I saw Superbad in theaters. God, that was the funniest movie great. I've ever seen the first time. Quality. Um, I mean, the means- saddest movie I've ever seen. Funny people. Wow, you saw you so you saw that. That's a rare one for people to see. That movie was a, a dark comedy, bro. Brutal. Yeah, really rough, man. Like, and it could have been better. I think they uh, they harped on it too much. No, I think the I, I'd have to rewatch it again, which I won't do before I speak ill of it. To yeah. be fair, but I think that the there's some moments that like you could have tweaked with a different actor or like a different couple different lines mm-hmm. that like it still would have felt like a pick me up rather than like like this weird like no movement like a, yeah it was like a sad movie all the way through. yeah yeah it, it was did. supposed to be sad with like funny tones like funny jokes with really sad underlying story it just for when the movie was released it was a really weird type of movie yeah and like, i know people weren't ready for something like that or like, people might never like, be like it, but yeah but if they would have done it now where we haven't seen something from them in a while yeah. it'd be a little bit more but like in that, that was drew barrymore and adam sandler right classic pairing with like uh, i don't know was she i don't know if she was in that as though was it was, because it, it was seth and Seth Rogen and, and Adam Sandler and like yeah, Seth Rogen played one of the uh, and Adam Sandler had cancer and then yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but it's the worst movie I've ever seen. So but it was pretty. Don't waste your time. All right, the final question. 
and um, the one that we are we might even devote a whole episode to because I'm gonna put some stuff together and do some some research and prove that superheroes would be Goku, right? Oh man, what superheroes? Well, that's that's the thing because I'm like, if I did the research, which is probably already done for me online, so I'll just have to read some forums essentially. Uh, there's a frame of thought that goes into it though. You can never. You can't beat Goku because you can't he's unbeatable. Yeah, you yeah. can't beat the same. But they like get stronger but he, every time. They've all they've all been beat before. So anybody, they have. But anybody they came with back Vegeta's superpower to do that, like finger point, whatever. Yeah. It is, like that thing is like OP, <laughs> like so hard. And like so, he, he only does it like after they're already like destroyed. But, but like defeat in the American super, in American comics, defeat is usually like, I don't want to say death, but like yeah, like death or imprisonment or like your time in that story arc is over, right? Like right. in terms of that story, like the story arc's over, but like defeat for Goku or like defeat for Vegeta literally not figuratively makes them stronger and then they're able to come back and win. So like- It would have to be death. So, okay, a fight to the death, I mean- But the thing is, if you get like almost any backup for Goku, it's over, he wins. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, not even, like, in the same genre. Like, Dude, he, does Goku get so any like, Sensu beans? You get, like, you get Goku and then, like, <laughs> ten superheroes and then after those ten superheroes, you get to pick two superheroes. And I think Goku automatically wins at that point. I think... <sighs> Just because if he gets any support, yeah, he's so fast, you can't stop him. Yeah. So like, I, th- I think most most superheroes other than like, I would have the to, ones that are, like, invulnerable. I'd have to cross-reference. And, yeah. like, I'd have to do, like, uh, Something weird with somebody that like I can't see anyone from MCU beating him. Like the Adam that could like just blow himself up. Yeah, and like do like something like that where like it it would be over the top. Like have to dive deep. But like if you give me just DC guys, the the Justice League, like Goku's gonna wipe them up because like three are dead like instantly. DC DC he runs into an issue with some of the villains and definitely Superman. Well, Superman versus Goku alone. Yeah, that's. I think Superman takes it though. I really do. I feel like Superman takes it because like, no, 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 no. If Goku really wanted to, if they went off planet, it's over because he needs. If there's a red sun, Superman's human and it's over. So like, it gets to a point where like, I thought the yeah, red sun makes yeah, him the yellow sun makes him strong. strong Someone yeah. needs down the red sun. So. I I really think that Goku's not invulnerable though. That's the thing. Goku's not immortal, and he's not invulnerable, and he's not invincible. He I is. don't think Superman has what it takes. Oh, he, wait, he just proved to us in the new <laughs> that he does. Yeah, he's, he's not he's, supposed to kill, right? He's yeah, he's invincible. But, but Superman is literally not figuratively invincible under a yellow sun. Like, unless it's kryptonite. But, but, yeah, I was going to say. Like, you know, yeah. unless the obvious weaknesses, but like Goku. No, no, someone of his same strength can fight. He makes him bleed. He can lose. Superman? Yeah, he's been proven in movies and comics. Oh, are you saying like when he fought like Zod and shit? Yeah, like, so when like he fought like there was um, a chance he could have lost, but he won the fight. Okay, I guess okay. even when he fought Batman, Batman could have killed him. No, he had kryptonite, so that's yeah, that's kryptonite. kryptonite. Yeah, if yeah, you're using kryptonite, kryptonite, it's literally the kryptonite. It's, kryptonite. Yeah, you could, there's a whole metaphor. That, that's what I say. I think yeah. that might be one of our. One of that's our a rough one, man, because it's just like such a. It's a silly idea. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's something that like. Would be cool if they could do something cinematically, but they won't. And it's just Goku's just so OP. But like, all right, Goku versus the Hulk. Like, if you say World Breaker Hulk when he's that pissed and he's that angry and he's that mentality, I mean, like, he was just going around killing all the Avengers and World Breaker Hulk. But like, we haven't seen that in in the uh, Avengers yet. So it's like, I don't think we will. The one closest we got was on Thor. Yeah, the Mark Ruffalo Hulk could not beat a Goku. Nope. 
That just, I mean, it just. Unless it was that Goku from that shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'll never forget, like, me and my dad went to go see that when I was like 16 and we walked out of the theater. Wow. I, uh, I think I fell asleep to it like a bunch of times on, uh, um, while I was on like free streaming. But yeah. that being said, I think it's about, about our time tonight. Oh, Thanks, yeah, for over there, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for that. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, come back. What next Friday? Next Friday. This is our jam. Yeah, I think next week we're gonna be doing um, interview with me. Yep. Dean's gonna throw some questions at me, probably in a similar way that I threw my hand, trying to point out some topics we like to talk about and, and yeah. paint us in a good light. So yeah, I, I think it'd be good for you guys to get to know us before we start really delving into topics. I kind of, I really liked what we did tonight. I yeah. think it was kind of cool. I've never really been interviewed. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. Well, not not for like, hey, yeah, bartender before. Yeah, like, cool, you're hired. You know the guy. Yeah, like that kind of interview. Those are easy. (laughs) You know him, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. See you on Tuesday. Can you be here on Tuesday? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But those interviews are different. So yeah, those is cool, man. All right, we'll see you guys Friday. Later, guys. See you.